Whether you love them or hate them, share them or ignore them, you encounter memes all over the internet. Those that are popular can often take off and spawn a long history of remixes, variants, derivatives, and inspired works. In this episode, I interview Johan Unger, founder at Meme.com. They're creating a platform for meme explorers to track these memes and earn rewards along the way. Johan, welcome to Software Engineering Daily. Thank you. Happy to be here. Tell me a little bit about your professional background. So I like to build things. I started my first company right out of high school, and I've always been interested in online content and content consumption and how people share things on the internet and so on. So my first project was a news aggregator for the browser. This was around the Google News time, so RSS feeds and stuff were fairly hot, so I was super interested in that. That didn't work. We got around 10,000 users, but it couldn't really fly above that. But it led me to, into my second startup, which was a lot more successful. It was a form of publisher and ad tech product where news sites and blogs and similar cross-promoted content between themselves and also between advertisers and sponsored content. And so we had a business model around that. And that went really well. We started that in, in 13 and grew it to over 50 people with offices around Europe over a few years. But then in 16, I got really, really interested in, in crypto and Ethereum especially, and yeah, couldn't think about much else. So initially I started experimenting in-house at my last company with different crypto business models around how you could reward attention with coins and, and different models to how, how to drive engagement. But then in early 18, right around when NFTs came along, sort of with, with CryptoKitties and all that late 2017, I felt that I need to focus on this full time. So me and my co-founder, we bought the project out from my last company, sort of the crypto side of project, and then been working on it full time ever since. What first got you interested in the crypto space in general? As somebody who's tried to build consumer products, both the news aggregator, but I also had some like testing with apps and stuff. There's always this chicken and egg problem in how you do you get your first users when you don't have much of a product. How do you get them excited and on board? And then I heard this podcast where, about Ethereum and how you could create tokens that almost acted as a sort of pseudo equity and that you could give them out to your early users as a way to bootstrap activity, engagement, and also reward people who are active in, in doing different things. So that appealed to me right away. And I felt that that is, is the next big thing in terms of how you work together with your users. So tell me about meme.com. So meme.com, we were previously Marvel Cards, and Marvel Cards is still one of our products. And both of them, we have a vision where we see you have the normal platforms today, like Reddit and Facebook and whatever else, and they're all fairly the same. Like you produce content or contribute in different ways, and you get some kind of like cred score or something like that depending on what platform it is, but you don't really get much else. And so we we see like a, a way where users actually earn things from contributing to these trends or to memes or to entertainment to other people. And that is the goal with meme.com. We want it to become almost like a meta game where people who contribute content, both in the form of URLs, but also could be art, could be other things, that they actually get rewarded from it, both 
emotionally. It could be sentimental NFTs or like badges and stuff, but also real crypto tokens that they can either hold on to if they believe in the project or, or actually sell to to get something out of it. Almost, we call it meme to earn. And what's the type of content that's being produced? So meme.com is still in beta, but the community identified seven memes initially that they thought those are the ones that we're going to focus on initially. And so what people contribute there is some examples like Doge, Pepe, Hide the Pain Herald, This Is Fine, and a few others. And people contribute links, like up-to-date news about these memes. They contribute links to NFTs relating to those memes and so on. So it's a way to create almost like news flows around different memes. And that's what we want meme.com to become eventually, like a, a destination where you go to, as a consumer of content, maybe discover new things about your favorite memes or discover new memes. And as a user, an actual user of the platform, you go there to basically submit your findings that you find across the web. If you find a cool URL about a meme you like, or if you find something else, you can submit it to meme.com. And if it turns out to be a good piece of content, you're actually rewarded from it. What qualifies as a meme? That's a good question. Technically, a meme is any idea that spreads among people well enough. So it could be anything, really. And anything is a meme, something we communicate and another person understands. That is a meme. But popular memes are things that are easy to relate to, easy to understand, and that just people you know like and want to share in general. But the real answer is anything is a meme that, that people spread amongst each other. Yeah, I think in the very academic sense, meme has a sort of abstract philosophical reason. When I think of it in the context of the internet, though, I'm thinking of sort of a single image or maybe two or three tiles with something, you know, witty or caption, usually the caption being added later. Is there like a, a more narrow version of meme that you're thinking of in that regard? I'm thinking about it much more broadly. Like, it's yeah. totally, you're totally correct. That's obviously a meme. And it's a very, it's a meme format, right? Where you have one mm -hmm. or a couple of images with text and it tells the story, but to me, a meme, again, it's anything that sort of catches on with people. And you see it especially in crypto. Like all NFTs, for example, I don't know if you follow along with the NFT space, but you have like crypto toads and punks and, and cats and, and dogs and everything. And those are just memes. Like they're stories that people choose to buy into or not, depending on how easily sort of approachable or how easily people can relate to them. So to me... A meme, it is anything that spreads, not only these sort of images. That's a subset of, of memes, in my, in my opinion. Memes seem to have a certain life cycle to them. I guess some do have longevity, but others seem to burn themselves out after a while or go out of fashion. If that's the trend, and maybe you may tell me it's not the trend, but that makes me wary of trying to have some ownership in a meme if it feels like it's uh, about to expire all the time. What's your take on it? It's a good question. I definitely agree that some memes have longevity, some don't. And so the way we're structuring meme.com is when a meme comes, like a new meme, take Bernie Sanders in mittens, for example, that was popular for like a week and then it died out. And so the way it will be structured is once it comes out, somebody submits the first piece of content with that hashtag, then the page is created. People can start contributing. They can add an image, text, links. And then as you contribute, you build up this sort of score for that meme and 
as it grows big enough, which that meme did, it will be able to generate, say, a piece of meme art or another type of collectible just because it grew that big. And then those items are rewarded to its contributors. And even if it dies out, the process that happened, that it grew in popularity and it grew as much as it did to be able to unlock one of these types of items that were then distributed to the contributors, that item, even though the, the meme is dead sort of or sleeping, you never know if it can come back, that item is still valuable both emotionally to the ones who contributed as a sort of you know, memorabilia, but also it could be have a monetary value because it was a result of this very high growth meme over a short period of time. Makes sense. Well, I'd love to do a deep dive into the reward process. Let's say I went to meme.com and I post something and it just happens to be lightning in a bottle and it's a great idea and people are catching on. What's my user experience from the time I post it uh, as it's blowing up? So meme.com is still in very much development. And so we're experimenting with different ways. The way you submit things now is you quote unquote marble them. So you pick a URL that you like, and then you paste it on the site and marble. And then it it goes on chain. So a collectible card is created for it that is put on chain and then starts to get indexed looking at things like social media shares, web traffic, and also it will go into a voting system where other people vote on it. And if it gets enough vote, it also gets a high rank based on that. But what you will then get is one, a basically points within the meme that you contributed to. That's the primary thing. And the secondary thing is you will get a fairly small, but still a, a stream of income in mem token, which is our, our coin, if it turns out that people like it. But obviously, it's not yet like you will post one URL and you will sort of get rich on that or get, get a bunch of rare collectibles. But you need to... The main thing is that you want to contribute to this meme because you think it's it's something cool. You think that the contributions you do now, if it's the Wikipedia page or an important piece of news or something, those things will be around and be there for as long as that page is up. And your sort of contribution history will be public if it later turns out that, you know, it becomes bigger and bigger. And then along this whole journey, there will be these keys essentially where you unlock new rewards, both monetarily and and in the form of NFTs. It's a bit hard to explain without having the actual visuals in front of you. Sure. But it's almost like a, think of it, I don't know if you played any MMOs like World of Warcraft or similar, but where you contribute to quests or similar and then you get some some coin but you also get xp and some items and stuff we want to almost make it like an mmo but for memes or trends and, and how you contribute is in the form of urls and and other types of content like meme art or similar and then i think you said i get if i'm successful in posting things and they get a lot of shares traffics and upvotes i'm going to earn points and tokens how do i leverage both of those assets so if we start with the points, you need to have enough points during, say, a month, for example, to unlock the ability to buy these rare items that the market produces. So it could be a piece of meme art. We're also working, we have an, a GAN art engine where it looks at, the computer looks at images all day and, and try to create art out of that. But you need enough points over a given period of time to be able to buy these things very cheaply, but you buy them from the store, sort of the membership store for being part of that meme. 
And also as a contributor, when having these points, you will get sort of airdrops from time to time from the community around that meme just for being a part of it. So it's essentially, it's almost like a tool to form communities around trends on the internet where those community members work together to unlock value, both in the form of quality information, but also in the form of these crypto incentives with coins and, and, and NFTs. So think of it almost as you have Wikipedia, you have sites like Know Your Meme or similar. There are people are contributing, some are contributing a lot. And the thing they get back is on Know Your Meme, you have your profile score on Reddit, you have Karma, but this, these things are all centralized and have no ulterior incentives. It's only on the actual site that you can show them off as a form of status. So it's essentially a, it's like a content platform. It's like a Wikipedia meets Dogecoin where you have the information aspect, but you also tie it into these crypto incentives in the form of tokens and NFTs. So when you think of your users, are they creators or curators or what are your expectations for the people that'll be on the platform? There's definitely both, but we call them meme explorers. It's essentially someone who thinks they're good at, obviously there are two sides. There are the, the, the consumption people who go to meme.com just looking for memes and they will see everything that's been submitted. But if the, you look at the people who are actually submitting the content, it's people who think that they're good at identifying trends or quality content and things that other people want to see. And then they contribute those things because they want to play this sort of quote unquote game where we measure what is the actual value of these things. What are the most, the hottest memes this week who've been contributing to them. So it's a combination of just entertainment. I get satisfaction from contributing to my favorite meme and then hopefully the meme turns out to be popular with others as well. And then all of us who were a part of that thing get rewarded in the form of item drops and, and tokens again. There are some similarities in my mind to the way Reddit works in terms of having subreddits and upvotes. Certainly not the same, but many listeners will be familiar with the Reddit platform. Could you compare and contrast the key differences between what meme.com is and what Reddit does? It's definitely uh, similar, and Reddit is one of the inspiration sources. On Reddit, you have subreddits around different topics. It's not quite the same where on meme.com, it's, it's a bit more like know your meme. I don't know if your listeners are familiar with it, but it's like a Wikipedia only for memes. But the differences are on those sites, both Reddit and know your meme. Now, I know Reddit is working on some crypto stuff, but it's not out yet at least, but... On those sites, you get rewarded. When people like your stuff, on Reddit, for example, you get karma. That karma is a form of credibility score that when you post things, people can look and see that this is a legit person posting things and he has contributed to this thing and, and, and you get credibility from that. We want to take that to the... and add crypto incentives to it, essentially. So you do similar actions... You contribute content, you do these things, but instead of getting like your score, Karma, for example, you actually get crypto rewards. So that I would say is the main difference. And why did meme.com need to be built with the crypto involved at all? It seems like the core ideas you could have implemented without crypto. What's the value add for bringing that into the picture? I think when we set out to do this in 18, the initial assumption was if 
having worked in the content curation space or whatever you want to call it for, for a very long time, it all became the same and the incentives are the same. You post something because you want other people to like it. And so you can get followers, you can get karma and so on. But where we thought that if you have another incentive where you actually have a sort of skin in the game stake or monetary stake in what you contribute, we think that the one, the effort of the people contributing, they will have a an, another feeling to the platform and another way in what they are contributing because of that. So that's one thing. Actually, feeling that you own a very small part of what you are contributing because it goes on chain as you do. And then the second part is knowing that if you do well, if you contribute to the right memes, both with time in the form of content curation, but also with money, if you buy into, say, the right one, there is a, a potential upside that is appealing, which we see is very engaging to people. So that I would say, instead of just making another Reddit or another Know Your Meme, actually putting a lot of incentives and structure on chain allows for a new type of feeling, essentially, when you're engaging with the platform. So there's a market for, I guess, what you'd call traditional art. If I were an investor in art, I could go to galleries and buy paintings. I could resell them. There's a lot of people that see that as a vehicle for storing, maintaining, and growing their wealth. Do you see a similar thing here? Are memes in that regard something that an investor would take a look at, or do they play a different role culturally? I totally think that memes are a viable investment. You already see it in the NFT space in a very broad sense. People buying the first image of Doge, the first cartoons of, of Pepe for millions of dollars. But to be frank, I think that art is also memes, just before the, the internet. So I think that the mechanics are very much the same. It's about buying into a trend in the form of a piece of art that later becomes appreciated by more people and spread effectively among people. So I think it's very, very similar. And can we talk about copyright? Uh, I'm not a lawyer, but it often feels that there's a lot of ambiguity in posts online and memes in particular. Do you have any perspective on that, especially with its impact on how you develop a platform? you got to follow the laws, right? But I personally, I'm not a fan of copyright. I think the internet, I think with crypto and with the ability to track provenance and, and, and who created what and what is the original and so on, I think much more effective structures can be built that don't enforce copyright by law rather than enforcing who created what on chain. So I like to think of copyright as it's like a, hopefully a pre-internet thing that eventually will go away where you instead will have a very collaborative, very open system where I can, if I find something on the internet, I can remix it. I can continue the story of what I found. And there are tools in place for me where I can attribute the thing that the creator who came before me. And so we share whatever upside that I managed to create. We're already seeing some projects in crypto that, that take a 
it's essentially an open source license for everything that's created. Anybody can do anything with the assets or with the characters and similar. And we see there's it's such a huge impact where anybody, you know, people are creating art around it. People are doing a bunch of things just because they feel that it's also part of them as opposed to that there are some copyright laws that are telling me that I cannot do anything with these these things. So I'm definitely a proponent of a world without copyright enforced by lawyers and instead having an open system and the tools available to be able to attribute properly. So memes that become successful and have some longevity can tend to evolve a little bit. As you were describing, maybe someone initially posts the URL, but there's shares and other engagements. People are inspired in remixing and this sort of thing. You'd mentioned a couple of the criteria, like you look at traffic and shares and voting. The voting, I guess, is all on your site so you can control it. But shares and posting on social media is something that you don't readily necessarily have access to without crawling. Can you talk a little bit about the process of gathering all the data to come up with whatever score you're going to calculate? Yeah, so we use third-party APIs for that. I don't remember their names, but there is one who provide Alexa rank, essentially. So you could see how are the different URLs, what type of inbound links do the different URLs have. And then on the social media site, there are some projects who get access to the internal Facebook data, internal Twitter data, uh, and so we're using one of those paid APIs to do that. To me, that type of data is secondary. It's definitely interesting to measure and to see how the information is being spread and, and, and across what memes the information is being spread. But I think it's almost more important or more interesting to measure the NFT activity around the different memes. How many NFTs are people creating around a certain meme? How are they selling? Are they trading? Because I think that gives such a, an honest metric for the value of that meme. Are people actually putting money behind it? Are people actually putting creative efforts to create NFTs around it? So I think that is a more interesting, but obviously the combination of them and even more metrics that we want to add eventually. We want it to be very, very data rich for people coming in and, and, and want to see the latest about different memes. And also trying to essentially understand its value and, and what other people are thinking about it. And maybe even try to catch memes early, be inspired by them both in maybe their own marketing if they're working on that stuff. But also as these things become more and more financialized, also place some bets on memes that they think are worth putting money into, even if that might sound very strange today. Well, being able to link a meme to the NFTs that are minted around it is a really interesting metric. As you said, like if there's a lot of that activity going on, it implies that there's a lot of interest or support in that meme. But how do you link from the meme where you just got, I guess, a URL to derivative NFTs? It seems like a non-trivial problem. So that's what the users are submitting, right? So if they find a, a Doge meme that has an NFT or, or a Doge NFT submitting that where there's some on-chain activity as well, that would generate more points than just submitting a an article from some random news site. You always want to find the, the URLs with the best data and obviously actually finding NFTs will have a higher incentive. And so people are more inclined to do that. So it's all user-generated. And again, as you add these things, you sort of build up your own 
contribution score for that meme. And so hopefully if you really, really believe in the meme and you're passionate about it, you will continue to to contribute these things as you find them. Again, you're a meme explorer on the platform, so it's your job to report back the best findings. And when you go to do an allocation of tokens, let's say for a very successful meme, does that go to the first poster or uh, yeah, how does it get divided up amongst users? So this is a bit, this we're still doing semi-manually, or we're doing it manually at the moment. But what we're building is this almost like a level structure where the first step in the life cycle of a meme on meme.com is that somebody submitted a piece of content with a specific hashtag. So let's say somebody submits the first piece of content with a Doge hashtag. So now you have the Doge hashtag in the system. It's level one or level zero. And then people can start contributing to it. So they contribute an image, text, some links, and so on. And as they do that, it goes up in level. So the next level could be now people actually need to stake something to show that they're actually really believe in this thing. They're willing to put a small amount of money behind it to show that this is something that should be elevated. And after enough people have done that, then the actual coin comes in and that coin is distributed fairly among all the people who had contributed up until that point. And then you have the coin, those people have that. The next step could be, okay, now it's important enough that we should use some of the funds from the meme.com treasury to actually fund some some art if that's needed or maybe people are already contributed art and as there's a limited amount of quote-unquote official meme art that the, the meme can generate on the platform, you want that quality to be really, really good because that makes the value of the that community more valuable. So it's a way, it might sound very abstract, but it's a way to bootstrap engagement and let people collaborate on trends that they find on the internet and, and get fun and hopefully valuable things out of that. I don't know if that makes sense if you you follow along there. Well, I am somewhat familiar with the comic book industry. And despite the popularity of DC movies and Marvel movies and some independent publishers as well, people know about comics, but comic books remain kind of a niche thing that just comic book people do. Do you think the same is true of NFTs or will they break out into a more public space at some point? I would absolutely say that they will be a global phenomenon soon. I have no doubt in my mind about it. Obviously, I could be wrong, but I think it's such a zero to one innovation where for the first time you have property rights possible on the internet and creators of all kinds can create these assets that they can use as incentives to reward fans, to to sell, to monetize, to do all these amazing things with. And so I, I just think we've, we've scratched the surface of what is possible with the NFTs. I think it's a, a cornerstone of the future internet. Well, what are the limiting factors? I personally don't know too many people who own NFTs yet. Maybe I will one day, but what's going to change to get us there? Obviously, things like onboarding. Onboarding is hard. Crypto is hard with storing your own keys, all of that stuff. I think that will eventually, or I know that will get easier and easier, and it's gotten a lot easier just in the past year or years. I think maybe the harder thing for some people will be that there's some kind of dissonance between when I talk to, to this with some people, they're like, but I, I can't see, you know, I can just copy paste this image and I don't see what, what is, why, why is it valuable for me to have an NFT tied to that image? I think that may be harder to overcome, but eventually as more and more people get involved and more and more people get involved in the proximity of 
skeptics, then it will just be a natural progression. I think in the same way that there were a lot of skeptics around the internet initially, but eventually everybody came around. I think you will see the same thing. It might start with one demographic. It appears to be like, you know, 20, 30, 40 year old male gamers or hobby gamers might be the first demographic that NFTs really took a hold of because they can relate to digital items. They can relate to that digital things have value. But then as the concepts and innovation and experimentation grows, then more and more demographics will get interested because there will be some touching point eventually that that, that hooks them. Because yeah, collecting NFTs is a lot of fun. I personally love it. It's a very personal thing, which also art collecting is, but it's a lot more cumbersome to be an art collector, like a physical art collector, than to collect some some NFTs on the internet. And so I think that will just appeal to, to way more people. And now you see things like Twitter adding verification where you can show that the NFTs you have as your profile picture is a legit one. Those types of things will just make more and more people get their eyes open to to the concept. Well, if I had to guess, I suspect there are many digital artists listening to this. Can you talk about the opportunities for creators to express themselves by participating in the meme.com platform? Yes. So we we are not a minting platform per se where you go to mint your art. It's more like a we want to capture the value of memes on the internet. We want to capture the, the, the story and to see what is trending and at different moments in time. And if you as an artist like memes and you want to contribute in some way to your favorite meme, then you know pick up a meme or an image or, or something, remix it or make a new interpretation of the existing thing. I think that whole process might be, it's not maybe as... as you don't have the same expectations when you do that compared to when you, you're supposed to make like a, a an art piece or something that, that's really appealing in, in from yourself, but rather remixing something existing, having fun with it. A lot of humor is involved. It doesn't have to be, you know, maybe as well worked through as, as, a, as a piece of art, even though we want the quality to be really, really high. So it's a way to have fun with the things that you, you like, the memes that you like. And if you want to, contribute then you know create a piece of art around around a meme and then you can submit it and maybe the community around the meme that you submitted it to will like it enough that the next time that meme market is allowed to produce a piece of meme art which is like the highest quality nft on the system then it might be yours and then will be ingrained in the in the history of that meme on meme.com forever well, one persona I can imagine for a meme explorer is like a sociology student, someone who's studying culture and trends and things like this. Maybe that's fitting or, or not. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on the personas of the type of people who will engage in meme exploration? So right now we see people are doing it already. And, and, and it's just a very wide variety of people. Some people are, are contributing to art related things like we say it's about memes, but a hashtag can be anything. It could be a hashtag Picasso, for example. I want to contribute a bunch of different things around Picasso because I am passionate about that. And as I contribute, I build up this attribution to, to that hashtag. So I think it's people who like to 
who like to curate content on the internet and who like to obviously have some kind of interest in crypto or want to get involved in crypto. But most importantly is you, you like to contribute to different stories around things that you're passionate about or things that you're interested in. So we hope that it will be, you know, it's a very, very wide variety of people. It's similar, I would think, to if you don't look at the crypto part, which, which obviously you need to have an interest in or, or some kind of, of being onboarded into, the persona is very similar to something like a Reddit or a Pinterest, people coming in and organizing content, saving content in different ways. With all the tracking of memes in this way, it seems like a great opportunity for doing some analytics, for studying things about, I don't know, the decay rates of memes and stuff like that. Have you had any opportunity to find anything insightful in the data? Yes. We do this marbling thing where it costs around $1 to, to marble a link. The feeds that we get, and right now there are 1,000, 1,500 cards created per day. But as people need to pay a very small amount of money that in most cases they get back if the card then does well, only the best stuff, the things that people really believe in, gets marbled. And that allows us to very early on see when something new arises. So we almost always see when a new meme pops up, we see it within one, two, three days. Okay, this has been marbled three times, ten times. Okay, now this is a, this is a trend forming. So I would say discovering memes early is probably one of the great outcomes of the data. Another is people can also marble NFT links. So you see, okay, what are the most, the, the NFTs that people think are the most valuable right now? For example, Bored Ape URLs, it's being marbled a lot. So that reflects fairly well with Bored Apes being some of the most popular NFTs at the moment. But that's just one side of it. So when we launched the next version of meme.com, which will be more about curating these actual pages, we hope to see even more relevant data around it. But what we think is, as they have these financial elements to it, we think more people will actually become interested in memes, because when there is this financial aspect, people tend to become more interested. It's like people are interested in the stock markets and the companies because they are trying to get like an edge to be able to get some return. And we think it will be the same thing here. People will consider, like, think about what are actual valuable memes, what are things that will, will potentially have longevity way, way, way down later in, in, in the future. And so we think, we hope that both meme, obviously meme explorers, but also meme investors and meme predictors, <laughs> so like that it becomes a legitimate thing to spend time being. So, I mean, what's the extreme horizon vision? Are, are you thinking there's going to be like a stock market kind of thing where I can trade on futures in the meme market? Short answer, yes. We want it to be a platform that allows anyone on the internet to, when they find something they believe in, if it's a meme, if it's a like a new movie, whatever it is, some kind of trend on the internet that they will be able to get some kind of exposure to it. Because that we believe, if you have that tool, then the data that comes out of it will be much better than anything that is available today because it's actually backed by markets. And so, yeah, we hope to make meme, meme investor a, a real profession. 
Well, to wrap up, could you share some of your vision for what meme.com and maybe broadly the NFT market looks like five to 10 years out? So what I just mentioned, I would say is like the broad vision for meme.com. It should be a place where people can feel that they have a sense of belonging around these different trends on the internet. They feel that they can contribute. And if they do a good job at both predicting what will be popular and what is valuable, then they will also have an upside, hopefully a fairly decent upside that makes a difference for the people who engage with it. For the larger NFT space, like I said, I think NFTs are a cornerstone in in the future internet. It's like for the first time you have these property rights, they act as in the same way you have things, like in the same way property rights are allowed cities and companies and, and everything to be created in the real world. I believe that to be true also in the digital world with NFTs. And so I think we will have much, much more opportunities to have fun, to earn money, and to basically spend time and make a living off of the internet itself using NFTs and and, and crypto in different ways. So I think the future profession will be more akin to what we maybe consider gaming or game-like aspects compared to where we are today. Well, where's the best place listeners can go online to follow the project? So follow us on Twitter or join our Discord. Our Twitter is at MemeExplorers, and there we have the, the different links. So that would be the best way to follow us, I think. Well, Johan, thank you so much for taking the time to come on Software Engineering Daily. Thank you. It's good to be here.